You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions on the show are always expressed with a certain joie de vivre. Please consult a doctor before listening, as laughter can be infectious. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your top-down, wind-in-your-hair, Saturday morning automotive thrill ride. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but right now, love us on Zoomer Radio. You know, Brian, I'm looking outside for some top-downs, but I haven't seen any yet. No, you know what? I saw, I saw one of my favorite convertibles today. Uh-huh. And it was perfect weather. The roof was up. And this is, I think this is typical of Toronto drivers. They just, they're afraid of the air or something. I don't know. I, I'm always surprised, actually, with the opposite, where it's 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 a nice day in, in, in March. Yeah. <laughs> and you see somebody with their top down. I'm going, well, they're certainly taking advantage of this, I oh, guess. Oh, for sure. I was in uh, Victoria mm-hmm. in uh, the, the winter a couple of times. But when I was there in February, there was a, a gentleman in the neighborhood I was staying who had a uh, Miata. Yeah. And he was top down all the time. Wow, I mean, I could see it with the hard top, you know, where you just sit there and press the button because you yeah. can get it down and up pretty quick. Yeah. But not when you got to get out of the car and start folding it up no. and undoing the boot and the bag and no, whatnot. But, you know, the, the car that I saw this morning, beautiful, the the, the Lexus LC500. It's yeah. their flagship. It's got a big V8 in it. It's a gorgeous car. I love the car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I see it come around the corner. And I see it's a convertible, and then, oh, no, the top's up. Come yeah, on. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Where's your sense of adventure? Uh, who knows? Maybe just maybe a quick stop to Timmy's, and he's going back home again. Didn't yeah. want to, you know. Yeah. Or yeah. he forgot his hat. Right. You know, guys like us, we need a hat. <laughs> we definitely need hats. <laughs> and a hat. It's like, whoa, I'm burning back there. What the heck happened? Yeah, well, we've got a big uh, big show here today. We do. Who's on it? Uh, my, my pal and racing driver, Demi Chalkas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she drives a, a, an AMG GT4 like we have. I was going to say you got one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got a couple of those. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an easy car to drive and also a tough car to drive competitively. So, well, I mean, it, it it's actually based on a street car, correct? It is, and you know, the the reason we went with AMG is because it's it's more race car than a lot of them. So it's the body shell and the engine, and after that, it's all race car bits. Um. Okay, but there you go. It's so it's it's, not, it's and, and you even even custom seats like you got to do everything in those, eh? Uh, well, we, there's a lot of work to do. That's I was going to sure. say, but when you when you buy it from the factory, does yeah. it have the racing setup already in it? No, we we had like roll cages and yes. fire extinguishers, things like that. Yeah, it had all of that. Okay, um, but then it, you know we need to do things to it, so we put about a hundred hours into the car right. after it landed from Germany. Now, is that legal work or illegal work? You can't talk about on the radio. No, we cannot. We can't cheat. (laughs) And, you know, our philosophy, uh, myself and my my partner in the the race team, as well as everybody that that works with us, uh, we're not interested in cheating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're not going to do that. But y'all interested in winning. We're very much interested in winning, and uh, next week we'll be at the Detroit Grand Prix. So if you happen to find yourself at the Detroit Grand Prix, please stop by our paddock. Yeah, that should be a blast. Are they going to have the Woodward Drive? Is that the same weekend? Uh, no, that's uh, that's in August, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're actually driving uh, driving the race car uh, down Woodward Avenue 
oh, to, really? to the track. Oh, right, because it's it's a street race. It is. So we've we've arranged a uh, police escort. So uh, it'll be a lot of fun. All right, super. Yeah. And uh, we've got Mark Sack Anderson on. Mark's on. Mark's uh, worked with Dave actually many many years ago in his shop, and it was Dave's shop, and then. Mark was a tech there, also a Honda specialist, and, and, and they worked together for many years. And then when Dave decided to retire, Mark took it over, and he's been there for many, many years. You know, and, and, I, and I just happened, I wanted to look for the address, so I went to Mr. Google. <laughs> and next thing you know, I look at the reviews. And, uh-huh. and except for one person, yeah. because you always get one, uh-huh. they love him. <laughs> okay? I'm not surprised. You know, Mark, he does have an accent, but he is easy to understand. Um, but he's more than happy to explain to you why you need to do this to your vehicle, why it's going to cost what it does. Yes. And uh, people love that. You know? Exactly. And you know, I'm not surprised. He worked for worked with Dave for years, right? Right. And uh, and lastly, of course, we've got Andy Capodococcus from Lease Busters. Um, and, you know, for those of you who have been looking for a car and, and perhaps you go by the dealership and you're going, they only have three cars on the lot, um, or they ask you for a deposit and you have to wait forever, Andy at Lease Busters has a different way of doing things. I mean, you can go and find a car that's available right now. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know they've got a they've got a very interesting uh, business model. I I, I did uh, uh, I did uh, well, I don't, don't want to say it transfer the lease mm-hmm. through Lease Busters yeah, yeah. with my uh, mother's car. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, before she passed, she decided to, to lease a car, and uh, we were stuck with it. I I just talked to Andy, and uh, and it was easy. And you're right, right, right. And it's not strictly online. I mean, you can certainly go there to look, but at the same time, uh, they have people who will call you and, and, and go through it that way. Yeah, it was, it was a great process, very easy to, to deal with them. Now, are you just getting rid of the car, were you? That, that's it. Okay. I, I, I did not want to drive a Chevrolet Malibu. <laughs> I had one in yesterday. Oh, yeah. The guy was 90, but. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I did have someone in yesterday who was like, what are all these buttons for? And I went, you've had this car for five years already. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> like Dave used to say, RTFM. That's right. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to be back right after the break. Me and Brian are going to be talking about our summer contest coming up. You better stick around and find out what's, what it's all about. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman from Glen Allen Motors, and uh, we've got a uh, we've got a contest running in June, so it'll be another week or so before that happens. Yeah, yeah. Dave's Corner Garage is giving away a full set of Triangle tires plus a $250 SO gift card uh, for your car or light truck. Um, Triangle Tires sponsor the show. Have some great tires for amazing prices. Uh, go to facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage, or you can go on Instagram at Dave's Corner Garage 1, or we've got a YouTube channel. What's the... Uh, uh, so it's it's a weird thing. So www.youtube.com slash at Dave's Corner Garage. There you go. And, and there are a couple of different Dave's Corner Garage channels on on YouTube right now, which we have to fix, but uh, we'll, get, <laughs> we'll get there. Is and there some with questionable content? No, everything. <laughs> no, your your faces your faces on them. Okay, but, no, yeah, no, no. I think there may be. Well, there be questionable content right there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, there's probably I think three or four different channels. We kind of it's it's kind of difficult to, to to figure that out. But the the newest one is just Dave's Corner Garage. Yeah, and I guess because you know I my I remember my friend who taught me about computers years ago said no just just agree just agree. I said well, shouldn't I not read what it says here? No, just just do it. Just check it right. off. You know. Yeah. So of course one of those things was to 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 make my. my picture and everything about me of course noted to the world and and they're all able to get it so 
if somebody's putting up pictures of me, I hope they're nice ones. You know? Yeah, well, we, we can we can always hope that we uh, we are presented well on the internet, but it doesn't always happen. And uh, and you have your own channel, and of course, uh, special on merch. Always. Well, today I'm wearing my Save the Manuals yes. shirt, and we've got a whole line of uh, Save the Manuals merch. And today it's appropriate because I'm driving uh, uh, the new BMW M2 with a six-speed manual gearbox. So three pedals. Three pedals, a and, shifter that you got to actually move. And, uh, you know, do you, have, do you see a lot of young people being interested in, in, in manual cars? Uh, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the challenge is... The, the challenge is with new cars, there are fewer and fewer choices every year. Well, right. I mean, basically, the manufacturer, their job is to make profit and, mm. you know, making too many different cars that people maybe not necessarily want. What, what's the point? But but you're saying there is a big market for standard still. A- absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of the specialist cars like this M2 mm-hmm. um, come uh, manual. As This one is, is either manual or automatic. But, um, you know, one of my favorites, the Honda Civic Type R, mm-hmm. it's manual only. Oh wow! I didn't realize you couldn't get it. Because I I, 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 had the conversation with people before, and they went, "Hang on, why would you want to shift it if you don't have to?" <laughs> yeah, well, yes, and, you know <laughs> why? Like, why make extra work? I don't get it. Yeah, um, and especially if I'm going to be on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. The, these three pedals are distracting when that's I'm on my right. phone. That's <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. No. I, I I still enjoy it, and even living in the city, I still drive uh, manual. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You see, that's the only kicker for me is like you know because I I used to work downtown and be on the Parkway and <laughs> the par- or the parking lot, how we used to call it. Yep. And and stuck in traffic with a manual sucks. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it it is true, and and I and, you know don't misunderstand. I still enjoy driving these automatics where they have their sophisticated um, cruise control systems, mm-hmm. where they will like, and a lot of them will drive hands off up to you know sixty kilometers an hour. Right. So if you're stuck in traffic like that, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and have you done a lot of have you taught a lot of people how to drive standard? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there's a, there's an episode on uh, on my channel mm-hmm. that that kind of explains it. We go through it with uh, with my son who who does know how to drive manual, but we you know we we faked it for YouTube. Ah. Uh, but he, <laughs> he he needed a refresher anyway, and he's uh, he's a talented driver. But uh, yeah, there's a, there's an episode on the uh, on the YouTube channel, and on and then we get into advanced techniques as well. So mm-hmm. I, I've got an episode on on how to heel and toe downshift. Okay, oh, okay, and okay. that's that's a thing. But again, too, you know, you have to have a car that's kind of set up for that because, I, you know, I, I used to drive Beatles and, mm-hmm. and, and of course, they were standard shift because that's all we could afford anyways. Um, but heel and toe was kind of hard to do with, with the way the pedals were set up. Yeah, with the way those pedals are set up, absolutely. Yeah. The, you know, this all modern cars are kind of the same. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not, the pedals aren't spaced really close together unless you get into some of the really specialist cars. So like this this uh, M2 or the Honda Civic, they use the standard pedal layout. So you kind of need a wider shoe. You don't want to wear a fancy racing shoe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you're going to do some heel and toe work. So that's what we talk about in the in the episode. Um Speaking of driving and all that stuff, yep. it's a big racing weekend. Oh, what's going on? Indy 500. Oh, it's this weekend. It I didn't is. Realize. Okay. And, and the Monaco Grand Prix. Uh, so that one's not underwater. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Did no. they ever try to figure out how to reschedule last week's? No, I don't think they... They just they, said the hell with it. They, they uh, probably have canceled it. Yeah. And they may make it up in the fall, but I doubt it. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, Indy 500 is uh, interesting. And, and, of course, for you know an old guy like me, mm-hmm. the, top, the front row... Or that it's made up of all these young guys: Alex Palou, mm-hmm. Renus VK, and Felix Rosenquist. And I haven't been 
you know, or, or like I'm not a, a huge IndyCar fan, but I don't really know these guys. Not that I would I would call myself a fan of these guys. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Oh, good stuff. Okay. Um, well, if you could, if you check your dial, I'm sure you're going to find out where all these uh, interesting events are going to be, and uh, we're going to have a racer up actually after the break. That's right. More racing. We're going to talk to Demi Chalkas about her racing career and. Um, you know, where she started, how she's going, and, and, and where she plans to be down the road. <laughs> Real fast, I'm sure. That's right. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max here in studio with Alan Gelman. And joining us on the line is my pal and racing driver, Demi Chalkas. Demi, how are you? I'm good, Brian. How are you? Fantastic. And, uh, you know, I wish I was, uh, you know, a little... Uh, in your situation where, you know, you're driving the race car rather than just looking at it like I am. So um, for, for, for listeners, uh, Demi races uh, Mercedes-AMG GT4 in the FEL Sports Car Championship Canada Series. And your first race was last weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we were competing at CTMP. Uh, it was my first professional debut, if you will, uh, with FEL SCCC in the AMG GT4 with JMS Motorsports. So it was a really exciting time, and I can confirm, Brian, it's a lot more fun in the driver's seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it sure is, but how, how do you like that view out of the car? I, I find I can't see anything when I'm sitting in the seat of the race car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the windshield is not massive by any means, and you do have a win- window banner, and... Um, but I mean, it's, it's more than enough, uh, visibility, obviously to be out there safely and see, but it was funny, like coming through corner five B at CTMP and for anyone who's not familiar, that's kind of the hairpin that shoots you out onto the long straight. Um, it's a pretty tricky corner and five B, the apex of it, I was struggling to actually see where the apex was. Obviously I know where it is cause I've been racing there for 10 years, but um, in that car, to your point, the vision is a little bit, uh, it's a little bit tight. So I was definitely having to make sure I was hitting my, my points there. Devin, let me ask you a question quickly. I mean, you've, you've driven around Canadian Tire Motorsport Park probably 100,000 times over the years, right? Um, but, mm-hmm. but, but because you're in a different car, does, how much does that change, you know, where, where you place it and how you aim it? Yeah, to be honest with you, it's like learning a completely new track. Every time you step into a different car, the track is driven a different way. I know everybody talks about a race line, and there definitely is the fastest way to go around a track, but different cars require different ways to drive them. And, I mean, the Mercedes, it's interesting because I'm not – I wasn't used to driving a car with this much downforce and um, obviously just – a car that was this capable of going fast. And so, you know, anywhere where I had brake marks placed in my head um, or anything of that nature, it was like, you're going like 50 feet deeper with those marks. And it was, uh, yeah, it is definitely still a big learning curve. And one thing that my team made note of was Demi, you've been racing this track for a really long time, but everything and anything you've ever learned, wipe it out of your head and start fresh. This is a new car. It's um, it's a new time. And also, every year you come into CTMP or any track, there's usually new bumps or paving that has happened. So, you know, you're familiar with having to feel the track out, but definitely with this car, it was a big learning curve. So, so, so you do pay attention and go slow the first time around. 
<laughs> I mean, as much as your patience can give you. <laughs> it's kind of hard when you're sitting behind a beast like that to not want to just send it first lap. But, yeah, no, you definitely have to go and do your uh, do your laps and get your marks down. But, I mean, those marks don't come unless you're going fast, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's, it's a healthy mix of being cautious but also, you know, getting out there and just really putting putting some speed down. And and of course, CTMP is uh, is very well known for being one of those classic high speed circuits. So, you know there there is a there is a real level of risk there, and and uh, you know you've got to be, and especially when you're racing wheel to wheel, it's a it's a it's a tough uh, it's a tough ask, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean the nice thing it is fast pace, like it, it's it's a high speed track that one of the cool things about Mossport or CTMP rather formerly known as Mossport and the nice thing about it though is that it is a pretty wide track right so you have some fast speed tracks that are actually quite narrow and you know you have walls a lot closer than they are at CTMP so uh, there definitely is room for error there and especially when you're going wheel to wheel in competitive racing where you know, nobody's backing down. If we have to make a bit of contact, I mean, obviously we, uh, we're not looking to make it, but it happens. And um, when you go off at CTMP with the speeds that you're carrying, of course, yeah, it can be dangerous. But you definitely don't think about that while you're driving. You just go and kind of get the job done. And um, one piece of advice that Ludwig Heimrath had given me was drive without fear. You know, never fear about crashing. Don't fear about mechanical failures. Don't fear anything. Like just go out there and drive, and whatever happens, happens. Like if we're gonna go off, if we're gonna make contact, if I'm something's supposed to happen with the car, I'll deal with it then. But definitely don't want to go in there with that in the back of your head. You just want to be full send with no fear. <laughs> yep, I to- I totally agree. And you know, the the nature of racing is that sometimes things happen. And you know, I've had I've actually had. My biggest crashes have been at CTMP, but you know it, it is what it is. It's it's one of those things we do as as racing drivers, and 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 that's how it goes. And that is excellent advice because you will not be fast otherwise. Uh, Demi, you are you've been working on a a, a documentary, and uh, you're you're somewhat of the subject of us. Can you can you tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. So for the past handful of years, we've been filming a documentary. It is a full-length premiere documentary that got approved to go global, and it showcases uh, three Canadian race car drivers and tells each of our stories and showcases, you know, where we started off from, and then we all go to California at Buttonwillow Raceway to race an AMG GT4 together, and it showcases where we went on after that, and it's uh, it's an incredible documentary there was no budget cuts by any means like this is the real deal and um yeah i got approved again to go global and it will be on streaming services tv networks all around the world and it should be coming out august or september so it's coming out uh soon so definitely looking forward to it and i'll be posting more about it on my social media channels what's what's the name of it yep it'll be called full throttle full throttle oh that's perfect and (laughs) if if people are looking to find it demi how do they do that on social media yeah, you guys can follow me at Demi Chalkis. Uh, that's my name on all platforms. And so you can uh, you can search me, and I will definitely be giving updates on that. And, um, I mean, once it's out, hopefully we can maybe come back together again, and we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I guess in the mortal words of Ludwig Heimrath, pedal to the metal. <laughs> Just push it down. Don't worry. 
Go as fast as you can. That totally sounds like Ludwig. But if something happens, it may happen. Hopefully, there's enough runoff space. But there you go. Robin is racing, apparently. Thank you very much, Demi. Always a pleasure. Good luck in your documentary and on your racing. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. Auf Wiedersehen, darling. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman from Glen Allen Motors. And joining us on the phone is Mark Sack Anderson from Wrench Spinner. Mark, how are you? Good morning. I'm doing well, guys. How about you? Very good, very good. So uh, the business has been certainly up and down. Of course, having my own shop, um, I, I, we, we can, you know, coerce. No, I wouldn't say coerce. We can get Com- together. Commiserate. Commiserate. That's a good one. That's one good one. <laughs> Um, you know, it, it's been up and down. COVID has really wreaked havoc with a lot of the car business. What are you seeing, Mark? Yeah, I agree. Well, it, I mean, we went through a quiet spell. No one's driving. No one's going anywhere for probably the last couple of years. And those that have uh, still reduced their uh, commute times and everything else working from home. And now things are starting to get back to normal or as normal as it is today. Um, I'm what I'm starting to see is a lot of these vehicles have missed some important maintenance keys, and it's starting to catch up. Now, in terms of time or mileage or 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 what? It's not mileage, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, the vehicles haven't seen a lot of mileage, so people think, well, I haven't driven anywhere, so you know, I didn't need to get anything done, and unfortunately. Machinery isn't designed to sit around, and we're starting to see a lot of stuff where um, brakes especially, where they're kind of seized up, and now they're wearing prematurely. Um, A lot of other components, uh, dried um, suspension components where they haven't been greased, Mm -hmm. um, and even fluids, which are somewhat timed key. I had one lady come in and... I guess she had an oil change just before COVID hit. Hasn't really driven anywhere four years later almost. She hasn't done an oil change. Wow, that's an incredibly long time. (laughs) But no, but but to the point where, you know, we try to tell people that cars are meant to be driven. They're not meant to be parked, you know, um, especially if they're sitting outside in the elements and bad weather. Well, and this is how I equate it to people. And they say, hey, imagine if I told you to sit still on a couch for six months don't do a thing. Don't stand up. And then I ask you to run to the corner store. Well, you're going to fall flat in your face. Right. Because <laughs> and you're... the vehicle's not much difference. You can't just let it sit there, sit there, sit there, and then expect it to perform the way it did. Right. So basically your advice to people would be to, you know, take it into the shop and have it gone over from top to bottom? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad idea just to have it once over, especially people. I've had a lot of clients coming in recently telling me that they're going on trips this year that they haven't done, um, going up to cottages that they've rented or, you know, going out of town. And can you can you just give it a once over and make sure I'm not obviously stuck on the road somewhere on the way there? Um, and as I said, a lot of it is just very basic maintenance um, lubrication of parts, um, and that, and that's pretty much all it is. It's not anything serious. And the idea of maintenance and preventive maintenance is to stop 
any of these big failures. Well, like our pal Dave used to say, it's always nice making new friends, but you don't want to have to do it on the side of the road, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and to the point where I had someone in this week, and the lady said, you know, we are taking the car up north, and I am on a bit of a budget, um, so have a look, at, but don't find anything, right? <laughs> and I said... You take a look at it with one eye closed. No, no, exactly. And I, I'm going like, hang on, but you, you need tires. And they said, oh, but if I look at them, there's lots of tread. What more do they need to know about tires other than the tread depth? Yeah, I know. I've had three this week, and coming in to have their summer tires installed, mm-hmm. and the tires are over 10 years old. Right. Uh, one set was 14 years old, and I just, I, re- I refused to put them on. No, These can't. things were so bad. That is that is absolutely not safe. I mean, I go, I go to a maximum of five years, and speaking of which, I need some new summer tires for one of my cars, so i gotta got to worry about that. I just, I go to that five year, and, and that's it, especially especially if you're, you know, driving a new car with these low-profile tires you want, you, you just have to have new tires. When you consider how much contact area, and that's the only thing that's holding you on the road, and... It's tires that are stopping you, not brakes. Mm-hmm. I think they're one of the one of the most under um, looked at safety items on a vehicle. As, as you said, um, well, there's lots of tread. Yes, but what about the cracks in between the treads? Ever. Yes, <laughs> and and the, and the, the dried up the, the the dried up tread, and it's just the uh, older tires are just no good, and and uh, and they and. Heat is the biggest enemy of tires, and when you've got an, uh, a situation with old tires and you generate some heat, that's when those tires come apart. I guess people don't realize this is where the time factor comes in. You know, that it, 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 it's chemicals and it's rubber, and, and it ages regardless of use. And, yeah. and if anything, it, it ages quicker when, because of lack of use. Exactly. And this falls back again to the belts, the hoses, um, the rubber components and bushings on suspension. Um, unfortunately, the, the, that's where what they're constructed with, and time is as much of an enemy as extreme use. Exactly, and as you mentioned, you know, the you start driving it on the highway, and you you start putting you know heat into those brakes, and you realize your calipers are stuck, and all the rest of it. There goes your fuel economy. There goes your brake pads. So these are things like you can't wait for a system. I I, I find that a lot with kids these with kids these days. The kids, uh, you know, they they think there's a computer knows everything, and um, yeah. it's so funny how. You, you, you can't wait for that, you know, and they used to call them idiot lights, and, and the reason was because if you were uh, waiting for the light to come on, then you were an idiot, okay? And it's the same kind of thing now. It's like people don't realize that they have to do maintenance. I thought you just, you, I thought you just drive it, you know, and yeah. if I need something, will a computer not tell me? Oh, the light will come on the dashboard and just tell me I have to come in. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Some, somebody else is going to do it. So, uh... Yeah, other than that, I would say the only other thing that I've seen a lot of early this year is air conditioning. Global warming. A lot of people coming in for that air conditioning, maybe anticipating a a beautiful summer we all wish we have. So you mean they've turned it on and it's not working, or they're doing, like, just want to check up beforehand? No, most of it, yeah, they're trying it, and it's just not working. Uh And again, I don't know if this has got... A lot to do with just sitting or not using it, mm. but um, I think maybe something has to do with this new gas that they decided to introduce that doesn't work very well in the systems. Oh, okay, right. I interesting. 
And uh, But it's funny, but there's still a whole lot of people. I had a call the other day, and it was like, well, I went somewhere. My, my neighbor squirted some in, you know, for me a couple <laughs> last year. Oh. Um, and, and, you know, and, and it's, it's a shame for us professionals who like to do it properly, whereas yeah. the average Joe can just go buy a can of goop, you know. Like, what do we used to call a mechanic in a can, right? Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just add an additive, or in this case, you're putting in a no-name refrigerant gas of some kind. And, and hoping that it'll work. And the price was right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, yeah, I know. And as bad as this is for the car systems, it's even worse. And I'm sure you can relate when someone's dropped in a sealer on one of these store-bought hydrocarbons, mm-hmm. and then we go to recover it with a $10,000 machine, and now we have to flush the machine. Yes, it is a bit of a show out there. Yeah, <laughs> I'll leave out the adjective. Um, <laughs> so where are you? Where are you located? I really was impressed with all those Google recommendations. By the way, oh, very nice. Uh, we are in Etobicoke, uh-huh. Kipling and just Kipling and Dundas, just south of Dundas, at nine hundred one Kipling Avenue. Four one six two three three. No, I don't want to give out your cell number. Sorry. What's this? What? Oh no, no, that's that's the good one. Two three three four six seven one. Cool. I, did, you know, I was hoping that somebody, you know, your wife would answer your cell, and you'd be in big trouble. <laughs> you'd have to do a whole lot of explaining. That's no. Yeah, that's great. And um, I guess that's about it. And oh, you mentioned too in your notes a whole lot of pothole repairs. What's that all about? Oh, I guess with the construction on the four hundred one and all these potholes, I have had a lot of people coming in with damaged rims, um, alignment being out. And actually, again, a couple of tire repairs from people telling me that they hit a pothole so hard they thought their teeth were going to fall out. I had one yesterday, actually, where the fellow said, I'd never seen it before, but it tells me I have a flat tire on my dashboard. <laughs> and and I went, okay. And then I went to bring the car in, and and I, I was trying to put air in it, and... Uh, and and my gauge wasn't going anywhere <laughs> until I realized there was a hole in it the size you could put your fist through. You know, it was a run flat, of course. And, uh, I've, I've experienced that twice. Yes. And, of course, not in normal cars, once in a brand-new Ferrari and once in a brand-new Aston Martin. Now, did you expect that there'd be a flat uh, spare tire in that car? No, neither of them. Right. And, yes. So and they, I had... they have a can of goo, but, of course, that doesn't work when you flatten two tires. Right. And you need a tow truck. You need two goo. It also doesn't work when you've gashed the sidewall. (laughs) No. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Mark, thank you very much for joining us. Have yourself a great weekend. Thank you. You too, guys. Check them out. Wrench Spinners, 416-233-4671-401 Kipling Avenue in Etobicoke. Have fun. Uh, We'll be back right after the break, and you're going to find out where you can find a car online. And, and, And you could even get it tomorrow if you wanted. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman, and joining us on the phone is Andy Kapadukakis from Lease Busters. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, gents. How are you? We're doing great. It's a beautiful day. So uh, how many convertibles are online right now and available? Actually, you guys, when you were talking about convertibles, I heard this earlier, you forgot one major brand that's out there that we have a bunch of on Lease Busters, which is a Jeep Wrangler. Well, that's that's a convertible. I, you Absolutely. Know, I, yeah. Well, the top goes down, but I I really 
it wouldn't be in my wheelhouse as far as thinking about a convertible top. So one, one of the last times I drove, I drove one of those Wranglers, mm-hmm. I took the roof off, I took the doors off, yeah. and I was driving down Queen West, and there was a, a gentleman who was uh, enjoying some substances that were illegal, <laughs> and I've got the doors off. And I don't know which way this situation is going to go, so I just had to keep motoring on by. <laughs> yeah, there is always that. So, Andy, you know, needless to say, uh, car dealerships haven't had a whole lot on inventory. Certainly, you look at their lots and you're going, where's the cars? Well, there, there isn't too many. Um, but on your site, and, 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 and basically, if you call them, they, they ask you to come down and leave a deposit. And, you know, people are waiting six months to a year uh, for a car. But, but sometimes people need cars way quicker than that you have a solution we do we do have a, a plethora of cars actually on the website uh, uh perhaps maybe not to the pre-pandemic levels but uh, certainly uh during the pandemic levels where everybody didn't need a car and they put it on the website we still have a lot of lease takeovers we have lots of finance takeovers on the on the website now as well because people have done a lot of financing over the uh, pandemic levels yeah, I know. I was at a um, at a at a, at a oh uh, my grandson's baseball game, as a matter of fact, and I met somebody who told me that they had a Highlander. Uh <laughs> oh, <laughs> does that mean it got stolen, Al? Yeah, oh, shocker. And, and they only had it for a couple of weeks, actually. Oh, and and now you know the rental car comp- the insurance company was saying, "Hang on, we're only going to pay for the rental for a certain length of time." That's right. You know, we have a cap on that, and it's not our fault that they stole your car, and it's not our fault that Toyota can't make new ones fast enough. But uh, but again, you can go on uh, you know uh, <laughs> you can go on leasebusters dot com. And, and find cars there. And you've got some great deals, eh? Always some amazing deals on there as well, because some of these leases were done where lease and interest rates were so low uh, compared to what it is now. So the And the residuals were high as well before. Um, so just the monthly payments, are, you probably won't be able to find to what's out there today. They're a lot lower on the website. Oh, wow. And then if, if people want to... If, if they have a car that they want to give up, how easy do you do? How easy it is to do that? It's very simple. You go to www.leasebusters.com. Uh, you put your information on there, your contact information, and your vehicle information, and we have one of our representatives call you back within 24 hours, actually, to uh, assess the lease with you, let you know what's good, bad, or indifferent about it, and what you need to do to get out of it. Mm. And, and, and and normally to get out of it, I mean, uh, obviously, if you're in a situation where you want to get out. Oh, oh no, let me got another question. Do, does it ever happen that people are in and out? Yes, yes, yeah. I'm dealing with a client right now. Came in, took over a Volvo S60 lease, which was very favorable, mm-hmm. um, and called me back and is now looking to get out of that lease and to get into a seven-passenger Volvo that he's looking at. Really? Yeah, so it is. Yeah, very much so. Well, I may question his choice on vehicles, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, here, here's here's the thing. I lo- I love I love Volvo's design. Yes, they're they're just uh, to me the interiors are beautiful. I like the exterior design. I don't know if I'd want to own one long term. Yeah, well, there are cert- there are certain imports that certainly as mechanics we will tell you that when they get long in the tooth, they're out of warranty. Yeah, they get pretty costly and. Uh, you don't want yes, to have- that's very true. Very true for <laughs> a lot of uh, import brands, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. And what's your favorite car that you've seen on the line? My favorite car? Yeah. 
Well, I think you guys kind of uh, touched on the type of brand. Uh, it is a Mercedes, and it's their new uh, EQSs. Oh, as, oh, you know what? Let oh, me yeah. ask you. Do you have any electric cars online? We have a, a plethora of electric cars. I'm glad you brought that up. You know myself as a electric car type of uh, aficionado, if you want to call it that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. I remember you in the old days you used to come in and, and talk about how many kilometers you were able to drive on that. What did you have? Um, I had a little Ford Focus, actually, EV. Okay. Yeah, fantastic vehicle. But uh, now I see some of these new uh, Mercedes-Benzes that are fully electric, that are just excellent. Um, another, uh, you know, hybrids that are plug-in hybrids, we have a lot of on the website. And, of course, we have so many Teslas on the website, too. And really, eh? a lot of people wanting to get rid of their Teslas. and um... uh, A lot of people upgrading, actually, to different brands of electric. Yeah, now, now that there are so many... EVs. If you if you're in a Tesla and that was kind of your only choice a few years ago, now you've got things like the the EQS. That that EQS sedan is is gorgeous. I drove the EQE AMG not that long ago, and that's probably my favorite uh, driver's EV. That is an incredible car. Yeah, that that's uh, that's quite the machine, isn't it? Uh, they're just so powerful too. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, I mean zero to sixty in like three seconds flat. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, um, but the one thing you you advise people too before they do the takeovers is to get the cars checked out by their own mechanics, eh? Um, you know what? We actually recommend that. We actually, I always tell my clients, buyer beware, uh-huh. and even for myself for taking over vehicles. Look at the history of the car. Look what kind of maintenance they've done to the vehicle. Look how many times it has been to the dealer. What kind of worksheets there are on the vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. Work orders right. that they've created. And maybe there is something that's constantly wrong with the vehicle. You don't know. You want to be aware of, of things like that. It may not deter you from taking over the vehicle, especially if you're only going to have it for short term, say six, nine months, seven months, whatever the case may be. But you certainly don't want some headaches at the end of the lease. That's why a lot of people on the website also look for uh, what they call is uh, extended wear warranty at the end, mm-hmm. uh, where the lease is covered up to mostly, I see, $7,500 in deficiencies at the end of lease return. Now, do they have those with electric cars? Because I know the electric cars, for the most part, eat tires for lunch. Uh, you know what? I haven't seen any on electric cars, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have not seen any of that. A big warranty, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that, is tire and rim protection that almost, I don't want to say every car, but definitely 80% of the cars I see, rim and tire is so crucial nowadays. If you're getting a new vehicle or a new lease on that, get tire and rim protection and, and you should be covered. All right, Andy, thanks for joining us. What's the website again? WorldWideWebLeaseBusters.com. And tell them you're a friend of Andy and you can get a better deal. Absolutely, always. Thank you, Jen. All right, take care. And if I'm looking for a leaf, could I find one there? Absolutely. In fact, you could find the general manager, I think. Yes, yes, we certainly can. <laughs> Andy. Find a leaf for every one of you. <laughs> Andy, take care. Have a good one. We'll get you on real soon. Bye-bye. Right. All right, we'll be back right after the break. 
Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman from Glen Allen Motors. And uh, don't forget, next month, which is soon approaching, we've got a uh, very cool contest where we're giving away a set of triangle tires and uh, what was a two hundred fifty dollar gift certificate from Esso. Esso. Yeah, that's all right. That'll get you like two tanks. Yeah, probably. (laughs) 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 What I'm driving this week, absolutely, that's two tanks. There you go. That's it. Uh, Oh, so you're not driving an electric car this week? No, no electric. Not even a hybrid. All right, here's a question. I just got this off the newswire. Ford Mm -hmm. is now announcing that they're going to have a, they're going to change the plug on their e-cars that you'll be able to use Tesla superchargers. Why is that such a big deal? Uh, because uh, of all the things that Tesla does, uh-huh. the one thing that is excellent yes. is their network of superchargers. Now, I, I don't own an electric car, but apparently it's an issue. Like, you know, you find out where they are. If you're lucky, it'll tell you how many people are there already or if it's uh, available. But the problem is, in a lot of cases, you get there and it's it's not working. Uh, that ha- that has happened to me now, finally. Okay. Uh, it, did, it did happen. And... For the most part, in this part of the world, like Ontario is pretty good because mm-hmm. the infrastructure is new. But I was in a I was in a bind and I couldn't charge the uh, the the F one fifty Lightning I was driving, mm-hmm. so I had to drive back home. It was uh, kind of ruined the day, but that's how it goes. With with opening up the Tesla supercharger network to uh, Ford EVs, that just gives you a lot of flexibility. So to you know, to me, that is a very smart move on Ford's part and an interesting move on Tesla's part. I'm surprised though the Society of Automotive Engineers just didn't get together and say, "Why can't we not just make one plug style?" Yeah, okay. no kidding. Yeah, what, no is there kidding. like like four or five? I think. Yeah, there's well, there's there, there's there's the main one that sort of every manufacturer uses. Right. I can't remember what the, the what they call. It. They've got all these stupid engineering names. Yes, but um, you know that is that is kind of the standard. Mm-hmm. And then Tesla has their own unique. Uh, plug and it, you know, aesthetically, the Tesla supercharger and the charge port and the charge cable. It's actually a nice design. Everything else is kind of, you know, low low budget, but the right. Teslas are very very nice. Right, and and then um, also too the fact that uh, the different charging stations use different applications for their phone. Oh, that's another thing. There's there's still no there's no consistency uh, among it and there's no one single player with those apps and you can't it's not like a you know it's not like a gas station where you can walk up and give a guy 20 and and charge your car for 20 bucks. It doesn't work that way. It's all driven by apps. No, I yeah, and you can't even or even go with a credit card. No, you no. You can't just swipe uh, your card. Well, I, I think Ivy does. You can pay by uh, directly by credit okay. card or probably your debit card as well. And that's one of the one of the few, if not the only one in this province that does that. And I think we've we've got Ivy coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I, I do like their charging network. It's it's been very reliable to me. Um, but it's a totally different system where they want they want you on the app and so, and uh, and you have to have an account and all this stuff instead of just being able to pay easily. So, question because I know I I've seen you driving the Mach E. Um, mm-hmm. What what application does it have automatically set up beforehand for your recharging? None. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's kind of you know all of that stuff is built in, baked into the car. Uh-huh. But then you, if you're going to charge outside of the house, you need a you need an app. Okay, so yeah. there, but there's no basic one that everybody's kind of using. No. Oh. No, I mean, there's there's some standard like the the charge point, for example, mm-hmm. is kind of the most right. ubiquitous. Gives you the the, the best reach. Um, but there are several others, so it's there. There, there needs to be a technical solution here. Oh, drives, so, I've got I don't know six EV apps on my phone. All right, so they they, they try to put stations on the four hundred one, and they're yeah. putting them in, duh, in gas stations. Um, yes. So if it's a petrol, can you pay with your petrol card? 
No. No. You still I, I've done I have I have the Petro EV app on my phone and I have to have an account. <laughs> So you can't, you, I mean, yes, you probably get points for the, the rewards thing, but no, you still have to have an account. You have to put your credit card in the the account and all of that stuff. It's it's uh, it's a different system. It's not as easy as buying gas. There's a guy that I play music with who doesn't have a cell phone, eh? No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, good luck. He, he said, you can email me, but you can't phone me because I don't have a phone. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so uh, I guess you need a phone if you're going to go <laughs> uh, get an electric car. I want to thank our guests, of course. Demi Chakas, who'll be driving this weekend? Uh, no, I think their next race is um, at the Honda Indy here in Toronto, not far from where we're sitting right now. And she'll be driving an AMG like yours? Just like mine. A little different color, though. We've got the fancy green and shiny gold. She's uh, Her car is white, red, and black, so it looks a little meaner than ours. And, and now, is she meaner than most drivers? She's pretty tough. Okay. Yeah. You don't yeah. be messing around. I no, going wheel to wheel with Demi would be a, a, a tough uh, a, a tough thing. No, and she was talking about how her, her mentor, I guess Ludwig Heimrath, you know, would talked about uh, you know, rubbing is racing. Like that's okay. Yeah, it, it, you have to be 100%. It's one of those things with racing if you if you if you want to perform, you got to give it your all. Speaking of performance, Carlos, thank you very much. Always uh head of the race team and uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? To the wind. Um, I can't know if I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got Mark Sack Anderson, of course, from uh, Wrench Spinners. A great guy. If you're out in Kipling, by all means, check him out. Uh, you can reach him at his number. It's called Wrench Spinners. Uh, 416-233-4671. Of course, and Andy DeCapo. Andy ah. Capita, yes. That's really hard yeah, to just say Just like fast. Dave would have said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> check him out. Lease Busters. You can get a car tomorrow. That's it. Brian, thank you. Have yourself a great week. Yes, you too. You're off to Detroit? Yeah, I'll be back in a couple of weeks. Woohoo! Be careful. I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> this is Dave's Gardner Garage. Drive safe, everyone. See you next week. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.